Hey everybody, it's Coach Carter. Welcome to the Morning Lift. Uh, looking forward to speaking with you today. We're covering principle three or key number three. Uh, we've been talking about five major keys uh, or principles of creating excellent health. And uh, we're going to talk about number three today. Uh, we're really going to talk about, you know, the processing of our foods and how that affects nutrient density and and all that. Let's just review uh, the first principle we talked about was energy balance. You know, the the age old uh, calories in, calories out, and how we can manage that, and how we can uh, create different influences with our our goals uh, by watching that, and then uh, actually looking at the substance of what we're eating, not just the total calories in and out. We also talked about protein as being uh, the most important macronutrient uh, for building strong muscular bodies, being able to help hormonally. Uh, it's also a food that uh, burns more calories. Uh, there's a better thermic effect to protein. And today, like I said, we're going to talk about uh, the whole food processing dilemma, basically. And uh, if you think about it, uh, as food processing increases uh, with our foods, nutrient density decreases. So what we find here is, if you think about it, uh, I'm going to put it to you this way. Third world countries um, tend to be malnourished because they don't get enough of the good things that they need in their diet, the nutrients. Uh, and if you think about America... What we tend to have a malnourishment problem is because we get too much of the wrong things in our diet. Both lead to malnourishment just in different ways. And as our foods become more and more processed, we tend to lose more and more of the nutrient density in those foods. So if you think about it, the, minim the minimally processed foods, whole foods such as you know grains and nuts, eggs and fish, you know, they contain a vast selection of vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients and zoo nutrients, um, you know, phytonutrients being from plants, zoo nutrients being from animals. Um, though we're still trying to figure out, you know, and researchers are still trying to figure out exactly which nutrients do what, there's a wealth now of research constantly pointing to one really, really big conclusion. Humans are healthier uh, when they consume more whole foods and fewer refined ones. And this is probably because the greater the degree of processing, the higher likelihood that our food will, uh, or it has basically lost most of its nutritional value, such as the fiber, the essential fatty acids in it, the vitamins, the minerals, the phytonutrients, and the zoo nutrients. So the higher the degree of the processing, the more and more we lose that nutritional value. And uh, gained additives, preservatives, you know, <laughs> it's ironic. We lose the fiber and all the good things, and yet we gain all the things we don't want, which are like preservatives, fillers, sugar, sodium, unhealthy fats, and uh, refined starches. So this is a lot easier to see if, if, or to visualize when you compare specific whole foods to maybe 
a more highly processed equivalent. Um, so what I think I'll do is I'm going to give you kind of a, a visual image to kind of think about for a minute. I'm just going to give you a comparison of processed foods or highly processed fast food and then um, more whole food uh, similar to the fast food. So if you think about fast food burger and fries, and I won't go over brand names, let's just look at a, the typical fast food burger with fries, about 918 calories uh, for just that. I'm not counting the soda, anything else. You get the burger, you get the fries, you get about 918 calories um, and a whopping 1,012 or so milligrams of sodium. That's pretty high degree of sodium. And then let's look at the counterpart to something that you would create um, that's a little bit more uh, whole food oriented at home. A six ounce tenderloin, medium baked potato, and two cups of steamed broccoli. Now you're looking at uh, 562 calories for the entire meal and around 108 milligrams of sodium. So the processed food that you could get at any burger joint uh, with fries, 918 calories, 1,012 milligrams of sodium. You do this at home with a tenderloin baked potato and two cups of steamed broccoli, 562 calories, 108 grams, uh, milligrams of sodium. When you look at the protein of those two, uh, the fast food burger and fries, uh, you're getting about 38 grams of protein. When you look at the six ounce tenderloin baked potato and two cups of broccoli, you're getting about 62 grams of quality protein. Uh, with the fast food, you're getting about 4.6 grams of fiber. Uh, with the home baked food, you're getting about 10 grams of fiber. Uh, calcium, about 9.5 for the uh, processed food and around 10 grams of calcium for the uh, home-baked food. Iron, vitamin A, vitamin C, all much higher with um, the tenderloin, baked potato, and steamed broccoli than the fast food, burger, and fries. And that's just one comparison. You could do that all day long with other comparisons. And if you think about it, you are what you eat. We've heard that for countless years. So if you really think about what you're putting in your body, or let me rephrase that, do you really think about what you're putting in your body? Because if we truly gave it some thought, we might make different choices, don't you think? Um, <clears throat> but we could really analyze any whole food along with its more refined counterpart, I guess, and see similar differences in calories, sodium, and nutrients. So it kind of makes sense that a diet rich in minimally processed whole foods can lead to lower rates of heart disease, cancer, probably depression, type 2 diabetes for sure, uh, among other health problems. You know, obesity also being uh, a major problem, and that's, to me, a malnourishment problem as well. And if you think about it, minimally processed whole foods are also very, very rich in fiber, like we were saying a minute ago, protein, and those two nutrients alone, fiber and protein, uh, help increase your satiety. They help you feel fuller, faster, and more satisfied just with fiber and protein. 
and they tend to have fewer calories per serving than highly processed refined foods as well. So there are a whole bunch of benefits here. Um, and both those traits, if you will, uh, make it easier for us to control our weight. Uh, it, just, it just stands to reason that we really need to take uh, a look at this for our own diets and look at how maybe we can slowly, one step at a time, um, try to get to an 80 to 90% whole food, real food, uh, and then maybe a 10 to 20% at most of processed foods. Um, there was a randomized controlled trial uh, a few years ago that actually found that people that ate a, a stunning, in my opinion, 500 more calories per day when they consumed uh, a diet rich in un I'm sorry, in ultra processed foods compared to a diet rich in minimally processed foods. <laughs> An extra 500 calories per day. That's, that's just amazing. That's basically the equivalent of consuming an extra meal every day. Uh, so think about that. Just, just think about it. You know, in fact, minimally processed whole foods may be what all successful diets truly have in common. We get confused. It's very easy in today's um, world with keto diets and all these different things and Mediterranean diet and, you know, low fat, high fat, all, all these different kind of diets. The one thing that they all tend to have in common and that makes them successful is they have minimally processed whole foods. And there was a recent study that has shown that the participants experienced the same amount of weight loss, regardless of their carb or fat intake, as long as they minimize their consumption of refined sugars, flours, and other processed foods while emphasizing, you know, the whole foods like veggies and such. They also experienced similar improvements in blood pressure, insulin, glucose, and cholesterol levels. So, you know, the question you got to ask is, what does that mean uh, for you? What does, that, what does that truly say? Well, I can tell you this, I'm about 100% confident about the importance of whole foods, but I'm also extremely confident about something else. Progress in your, your nutrition is much, much more than perfection. And what happens is we have this all or none mentality and we start, you know, getting all gung-ho about, you know, changing our nutrition and our exercise. And we go overboard. We go into unrealistic territory where it's uh, so hard because there's no such thing as perfection. So let me kind of help uh, separate this a little bit. So let's not look at whole and not whole categories uh, at the moment. Let's just kind of look at a spectrum. You know, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you another little visual here to kind of think about. Uh, I'll kind of give you the whole food example, and then I'll show you how it becomes highly processed. And so let's start with grains. So a very great whole grain is, let's say, is brown rice. Then you start processing it a little bit, and you get white rice. And then you keep processing it a little more until it's highly processed, and now you got rice puff cereal. I mean, that's kind of what happens. And you look at vegetables and you start with, you know, very whole fresh carrots. And then the next process would be canned carrots. 
And then all of a sudden you got these things called veggie straws and who knows what those are, but that's that whole process of becoming highly processed. Look at fruit. You've got an apple, whole food. You've got applesauce, which is now a little bit more processed. And now you got store-bought apple muffins for the highly processed. Beans and legumes, whole food, fabulous, black beans. And then you look uh, at the next equivalent, you have canned black beans, and then you have black bean tortilla chips. So that's another example of how you can take a whole food and basically go through the spectrum and it becomes highly processed. If you look at meat and poultry, uh, for example, whole food would be a baked whole chicken. Uh, then you look at the process, uh, how it becomes fried chicken. Now it's a little bit more processed. And then we go to the highly processed version of chicken and you get store-bought chicken nuggets or God only knows what they are. Maybe they're not even chicken. I don't know. Um, fish and seafood, whole food, fresh, whole shrimp. Then you start the process and then you got canned shrimp and now you've got store-bought popcorn shrimp. And that's that spectrum of how that can be. Nuts and seeds, excellent nutrients, excellent fats. Whole version shelled peanuts, the middle of the road processed version peanut butter, and then the highly processed peanut butter cookies. So you can do that with, again, virtually any food that you'll, you'll eat over your life. But you always have those choices. You don't have to be perfect. You don't always have to eat the uh, incredibly whole food version of it. You can eat a modified version of it. Just try to avoid the highly processed version of it as much as possible. Like I said, the perfect score would try to be a 90-10. Uh, 90, you know, on the whole foods, 10 on the highly processed foods. But, you know, even 70-30 or 80-20 is going to get you on that path of being so much healthier, feeling so much better, and being able to exercise, being more vibrant, having more energy feeling better, your skin looking better. And then the more that you do, you know, it's ironic that the more you do these kind of things that really feed your health, um, the better you look, the better you feel, and the more tendency you'll have to keep doing them. So, you know, the goal of Whole Foods isn't, you know, to get things perfect. I just don't want you to hear that. It's not to be perfect. Instead, just focus on making them just a little bit better. Just take your diet, look at it, and how can we make it just a little bit better? You know, a rotisserie chicken from the supermarket may not be a pasteurized, lovingly hand-raised heritage, uh, you know, roasted, high-end, convection oven-type chicken, but I'll tell you this, it sure beats chicken nuggets. So uh, look at your life, look at the spectrum of how you're eating, and just make a few modifications, not perfection, just a few modifications to get you on that path. And, you know, your nutrition will thank you for it. Uh, your overall health and wellness will thank you for it. So we're going to continue um, tomorrow talking about some keys to or the five main keys anyway, uh, or principles for excellent nutrition. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk about fruit and vegetables. Uh, how they help reduce uh, your disease risk, help you lose weight, 
make you feel better, look better, um, and how they actually do taste good. We just have to uh, eat them more and try to avoid a little bit more of the high sugary foods because that distorts our palate. So again, I, I'm looking forward to my uh, introducing this to you next week, but I'm going to have a 30-day nutrition challenge coming up. Uh, it's going to help take us through the holidays. It's not going to ruin the holidays. It's going to make the holidays exciting and fun and be able to eat the things you love, but be able to also put it in perspective. And I'm going to have daily bonus things on workouts and different exercises. If you got low back pain, things you can do, exercises and stretches that you can do. Uh, but we're really going to be mainly focused on uh, a 30-day challenge with nutrition, uh, but we'll have some other exciting fun fitness and wellness stuff in there too, different ways to challenge yourself. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, and I'll be introducing that on uh, the weekend coming up. So again, this is Coach Carter. This is the Morning Lift. I love spending time with you. Even though I don't see you, I feel you. Um, it's fun for me. I hope this is good for you. I hope it's fun for you. It's always an honor speaking to you because I know you're taking some time to listen, and I, rep I re respect your time very much. So you guys have a great evening, and I look forward to speaking with you tomorrow. We're going to talk about fruits and veggies. Have a great evening.